thank you for this gathering of the student body. I pray that this time of worship just reflects who you are, God, and we thank you for all your blessings. In your name, amen. Join in worship with us.
conhecimento. God is good. Amen. Amen. I like to hear that. All right. Would you, would you stand up with me? I'm going to ask you a little bit, something a little maybe uncomfortable for you, but feel free to do it. But would you raise your hands, like open them up wide to the Lord as we pray? And would you pray with me? Um, Holy Spirit, I thank you. I thank you for your presence here. I thank you that you have specifically placed everyone here for this, for such a time as this. God, I thank you that you see every, every brother and sister of mine and that we're all in this, Lord. Um, we're in this world for a reason, to glorify you, um, to show and display your love, God, in every, every step that we take. Father, I thank you that before you we can surrender our worries, our fears, our anxieties, the circumstances that seem beyond our thoughts of this horrific thing that's happening in this world. But God, I thank you that you, in you we find our hope. In you we find our strength. And God, we come before you today and we surrender everything at the cross and we say, Lord, may your will be done. And Lord, reveal to us what you have um, to speak to us today as we enter into a time of prayer and as we encounter you our, the God of the whole universe, um, who has so dearly loved us, that you sent your son, Jesus Christ, on the cross for us, that we did not deserve it, but God, you did this out of an act of love for your people. So Lord, we come before you and we thank you, and I ask for your special anointing in this place. And in Jesus' name we all pray, amen. Amen. You may be seated. Good morning, guys. My name is Christina Mankova, and I'm the leader for Revive, um, which is a prayer ministry. Yes, um, we meet every Thursday at 7 in the Billy Prayer Tower, and we just come before the Lord, and we encounter the Lord, like, every single time in such amazing ways. We have worship and prayer, and so I just wanted to extend my invitation to you. Um, if you're interested, come on over. Um, we would love to just meet you and pray and worship with you. And so tonight, um, today, um, Josh and I have two um, little prayer sessions that we'll do um, together as a whole group. And here's Josh. Hi, guys. My name is Josh Ryberg. I'm representing One Place. <laughs> um, we, we're a group of believers that just passionately pursue intimacy with the Lord. And we're, we just love just honoring each other and just thanking God for who we are. So that's actually what we're going to start with. So the first session, per se, is going to be, we're going to get in groups of three to four, um, and we're actually going to spend a time, like I would say, honoring each other, thanking God for who he created us to be, but we can only do this from a place of identity, and identity, I'm going to pull my notes there, <clears throat> so identity is not a behavioral thing. Identity is, does, is not defined by your circumstance. It is not based off of your performance. Identity is not based off of your feelings like shame, guilt, condemnation. That is not from God. That is not who you are. Your identity 
is who God says you are. God says you are my beloved child whom I'm well pleased. So if we look at the story of Jesus, when he is baptized in the river by John the Baptist, he, the, uh, the Holy Spirit comes and descends on him and God opens up the clouds and he says, this is my dearly beloved son whom I'm well pleased. So if we look at John 17, verse 23, let me pull that up for you. You guys don't have to turn to that. I can just read it quick. I am in, so this is Jesus speaking or praying with the Father. So he says, I am in them and you are in me. May they experience such perfect unity that the world will know that you sent me and that you love them as much as you love me. Guys, God loves you. That is your first and foremost identity. Nothing can waver that. Nothing can shake that. You are loved. You are a beloved daughter. You are a beloved son. That will never change. The circumstances that you are in will not bump that. You can never come to the Father and say, oh, God, please love me. He loves you no matter what has happened in your life, no matter where you're at in your relationship with him. He loves you. He, he loves you beyond imagination. So we're going to spend um, a couple of minutes. If we can get in groups of three to four with people around you, or um, if you don't, if you're not around someone or you didn't come in with someone, um, find someone and we're going to try to step outside of our comfort zone a little bit because the Holy Spirit's called the comforter. And the, when Peter steps up outside the boat, he asks Jesus, he's like, can I step outside the boat and walk on water? He steps out of his own comfort zone. He steps into God's comfort zone. Jesus is the one walking on the water, and that is where God has called us to be. That is where God's comfort zone is. So if we can get in groups of three to four, and Alan, could you play some background music for me? Um, we're going to actually spend some time honoring one another and thanking God for who he created us to be. So if Jesus walked in the room right now, what would he say about this person? We can ask God. We can ask God. So Jesus, if you walked in the room right now, what would you say about this man, this woman of God? What would he say? He may, um, he may just remind you of a Bible verse that was in your head that you were reading recently that you can just speak out over them. He may give you a beautiful image of just beauty, and you can describe that to the person. He may even... Um, give you a word of encouragement just to encourage them throughout the day but if we can if you guys can get in groups of three to four right now that would be awesome do now that we're in the groups we're gonna kind of hot seat people everyone's probably familiar with what that means we're gonna pick we're gonna go through each person in the group and we're gonna thank God for who he created them to be we're gonna thank God for who they are as a person and we're gonna love on them we're gonna honor them because they are loved by God that is it so we're we're gonna spend some time and just honor them and thank God for who he, they who he created them to be and the uniqueness that he created everyone. So we're gonna just spend a couple minutes um, and then we'll come back and we'll go into our next prayer session.
guys, we just want to welcome you back for our second service set. And I'm going to read from Mark, Mark 5. You want to pull out your Bibles, you may. And starting at like the second part of verse 24. And it says this. A large crowd followed and pressed around him. And a woman was there who had been subject to bleeding for 12 years. She had suffered a great deal under the care of many doctors and had spent all she had. Yet instead of getting better, she grew worse. When she heard about Jesus, she came up behind him in the crowd and touched his cloak because she thought, if I just touch his clothes, I will be healed. Immediately, her bleeding stopped and she felt in her body she was freed from her suffering. At once, Jesus realized that power had gone out from him. He turned around in the crowd and asked, who touched my clothes? You see the people crowding against you, his, his disciples answered, and yet you ask, who touched me? But Jesus kept looking around to see who had done it. Then the woman, knowing what had happened to her, came and fell at his feet, and trembling with fear, told him the whole truth. He said to her, daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace and be freed from your suffering. So a couple of things that I wanted to really pull out of Mark 5 um, is, is the woman who had been suffering for so long and who saw Jesus and she said, you know, to herself, if I only touched him, then, then maybe, like, that's where my hope can be. Like, that's, that's where, you know, that's how I'll be healed. And um, it's important to see that, you know, she comes from a place of fear. She comes from a place of brokenness and pain that has lasted so many years. But then to realize how Jesus, like, realizes that power has left him, but he doesn't just, like, keep going on his way, right? He, he searches, right? He searches for his daughter. And um, he welcomes her, right, with peace. And, um, sorry, it's going to fall. Uh, with peace and, like, deep compassion. And then when he calls her, you know, he calls her daughter. It's not just, like, oh, woman, you know. He's, like, the daughter is his beloved daughter, right? He has created her. He knows her. He knows her pain. And I think that is so powerful for us to just keep reflecting on that we can boldly approach the throne of God. And the, the most important thing is that we don't have to be afraid or ashamed or feel condemnation of our brokenness, our sin, our, our pain in this world. But we can come to boldly to the throne of God and say, God, this is who I am or this is what's happening. But God, I know that you're so much bigger than this. And I do believe that, God, you're the God of miracles. And um, you're a God who loves me so much that, you know, you did send your son, Jesus. So we just want to encourage you with that as we go into our next set, and Josh will introduce us. So, guys, we're not neglecting the pain in our, in our physical bodies or the, the emotional pain that goes from day to day or um, family issues that are going on in our lives or, the, or whatever is going on that's just causing us um, hurt or pain in our lives. We're not neglecting that. But that means there are people in this room that need a miracle in their lives to happen. So we're going to actually come around each person. So um, I know this sounds crazy, but we're actually going to reach for God. We're going to reach for God for a miracle like the woman did. Because she, she came from a place of fear and brokenness. So we're able to actually reach out. And we're going to actually raise our hands. I know this is a crazy thing to say, but can if you guys need a miracle in your life... Could you raise your hands? 
if anything, you need a miracle in your life, could you raise your hands? We have hands raised. If your hand is not raised, can you surround someone that has their hand raised? You are the hands and feet of Christ. You walk with power and authority. You are not someone that just is a Christian. You have, you are God's beloved son. We're gonna come around people and we're gonna love on them and we're gonna pray for a miracle in their lives. So if your hand is not raised, please find someone that their hand is raised.
students, we're going to sing about that. And then we're going to end. I don't want to necessarily interrupt you of what moments are going on in this place. So if you keep, feel led to keep praying, just keep praying. But we're going to sing about amazing grace. Here we go. chains are gone. My chains are gone. I've been set free. My God, my Savior has ransomed me. And by the blood, His mercy But God who 
for all these students. We thank you for the God who answers prayer. So we lift you your holy name.